At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm and he is Amal Shaw. Big show today. Amal coming up in about 30 minutes. One of our favorite guys, Frank Schwab. NFL and betting writer for Yahoo Sports going to join the program. A lot to talk to Frank about. We've got Wisconsin-Notre Dame. I want to know if he thinks a bet on the Brewers is good. I like the way they draw into the playoffs. We can talk about uh, we can talk about his Milwaukee Bucks, and we can talk about the Green Bay Packers, who played a strong second half to defeat the Detroit Lions last yeah, night. Lots to talk about with Frank. First of all, we have to do the obligatory Milwaukee Bucks congratulations. Yeah. He's be disappointed <laughs> if we don't. Second thing is, I think he's probably the fourth biggest Wisconsin fan in the country. The only three people that are bigger on Wisconsin is Russell Wilson, Barry Alvarez, and Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden over the last 10 years. But he is a huge Bucky Badger fan. Uh, we'll see what happens in this game. I can't wait to see his take on this matchup between them and Notre Dame. But uh, last night, I know uh, all the cheeseheads, the cult was very happy last night for the victory. Are you impressed with Green Bay's defense, though, given, give, given the fact that the only thing that really stopped Detroit in the first three quarters of that game was a phantom holding call? Absolutely right. <laughs> to your point, I texted you with about under the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. The stats were absolutely even mm-hmm. throughout this game. Uh, it was a competitive effort by this Lions team. You know, they couldn't get off the field on third down and 10 and third down and 14 in the second half. That really hurt them. And then there was a penalty that I think they took the drive back to first and 25, a false start, and then a holding uh, in the third quarter, and they kind of fell apart. But they were more competitive than we saw in the first week, even though they ended up losing by, what, 18 or something like that. Um, I, I think this team is going to be in trouble. But I, I'll tell you right now, for me, based on the first two weeks in the NFC, it's Tampa, the Rams, and then everybody else. Baltimore, off the big win Sunday night, goes to Detroit to take on the Lions. That number sitting around nine. Is that a letdown <laughs> spot for Baltimore, or are you willing to lay it on the road there? No, uh, I I think you have to lay it here. This Detroit team is just not good enough to slow anyone down. Mike, the one thing I noticed, they couldn't stop the running game. They made Aaron Jones look like Amon Green back in the day. Um, And the other thing that I I think with Baltimore is coming off that loss that they had in week number one against the Raiders, need to get to two and one. Look, look in the AFC, Mike, do you know the only two undefeated teams? Well, give me a second here. Uh, I know you had these two as the only two. the West. Yes. The two teams in the the West, Denver and the Raiders. Exactly, (laughs) right? Who had those two as the only two undefeated teams after two weeks in the AFC? So I think it's important if you're one of these teams to get these Ws when you have an opportunity. Is your guy, Jared Goff, the Wicked Witch of the West? I mean, the rains came and he melted. No, look, part of the problem for Jared Goff is, and it's not his fault, is that he was the first overall pick. He was kind of one of those guys. It's like musical chairs, right? He was the only chair that wasn't broken at the time, so you selected him. 
He wasn't a great player. He never was expected to be that guy. And the Rams took a shot with him, and I give McVay credit because they traded him away. But he's just a guy that's a pedestrian quarterback, average at best, and you're not going to win with him. You know, they've got a ton of draft capital. They've got to capitalize on that. That Akuda pick so far has not worked out, but Penny Sewell looks good. They're going to get Taylor Decker back healthy. I think you move Taylor Decker to right tackle. You could potentially have your cornerstone tackles. Give him some time. The running game isn't bad with Williams and with um, uh, Swift. So I, I think they're heading in the right direction. They need some receivers, though. Do you, when you're watching Monday Night Football, do you put on the Manning Brothers' feet at all, or are you sticking with the main feet? No, uh, yesterday, because I didn't have much interest in the game, I put the Manning Brothers' feet on. It's just awesome watching Peyton there. On the one touchdown pass to uh, Tanyan, he was going crazy. He had a great line. He said, that he goes, he didn't catch that ball. He goes, that ball caught Tanyan. I thought what was, was good last night was they talked about, before the field goal to end the half, how you don't call timeout right before the snap because you give them a, a warm-up kick. Either you call it early or you don't call a timeout. They thought LaFleur made a mistake there. They're absolutely right. Statistically, when a timeout is called before a field goal kicker makes an attempt at a field goal, they have a greater success rate post-timeout than they do pre. One of the things that I think it was, it might have been Vinatieri or Jay Feely, they came out and said, you are a little bit more prepared. You have time to make sure everything is in sync. When you're running out on the field against the play clock, it's a little bit more hurt. Yes, you have enough time. But it's still a little bit more hurried where with the timeout, you have an opportunity. He missed the kick. Then on the second one, he made it. You and I both have Packers to win the NFC North tickets yep. from before the year. Got some good value there because of Rodgers, um, the uncertainty of whether he was staying in Green Bay. We've seen two weeks of play. Right now, according to Circa, Packers are minus 225 to win the North. Vikings plus $4. Bears plus 525. After two weeks, are you more confident in our bets, less confident, or as confident as you were before the season? Um, great question, and I'm gonna you're gonna be surprised by my answer. I'm a little bit less confident because of the Packers. Yes, I I think Minnesota's a team that we could be looking at should could make the argument they should be two and zero. I know they came back against Cincinnati Zach Taylor with that terrible call to go for it on fourth and one up twenty one to seven. But that that game against Arizona, Mike, I watched that game. They should have won that football game. That that's one you're really disappointed if you're Minnesota. You let get away. I think the Bears still have a ton of question marks. I don't think their defense is as good as it's been in years past. Um, but I don't know. I don't think the Vikings are out of it completely. Their defense is not as good as Mike Zimmer's defenses normally are. How about the Bears? It seems now they've gone to Justin Fields. Short sample in the second half. Couple brutal turnovers. They got Cincinnati back in the game. And those that were Cincinnati on the tees are very thankful for that. Where do you see the Bears moving forward? Look, he's going to make some mistakes. We saw Trevor Lawrence throw, uh, throw a bunch of picks over the first two games. We saw Zach Wilson throw four picks in his uh, second start. Outfields had a bad interception. He had a fumble. I think the Bears recovered that one, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I think they're still a long way away. I, the one thing I do like, though, you can see some of the throws he's making that Dalton and Trubisky were not attempting previously. This team will get better as the season progresses. I don't think they're going to be able to chase down Green Bay this year. Uh, but I think the Packers defensively have to have some concerns as you move forward. All right. We played uh, wild or right with yeah. the college football lines yesterday. We're going to continue that in the final segment today to get to the rest of the the major games on the board, but I want to do that with the NFL Week 3 lines, and let's start out with the Thursday game between the Panthers and the Texans. Obviously, it's a big blow. No to Rod Taylor for the Texans. He's not going to go. We're going to get the Stanford guy, Davis Mills. The Panthers were a three-and-a-half-point underdog to the Saints at home. They're now an eight-point favorite on the road. Is this line wild or right? I think this line is wild. I don't think the Panthers should be over a touchdown favorite on the road. Look, I watched the second half of that game. I'll say this. I thought the Browns uh, against Tyrod Taylor were in some trouble in that game. I thought they really had a chance to compete and potentially pull off the upset. I'm not saying they would have, but I think they had an opportunity to do so. Davis Mills, the rookie out of Stanford, is going to get the start here. I think it's going to be a challenge for him. But, Mike, Thursday night game, quick turnaround, that's the one concern you have from a Houston perspective. Still, I, I'm not ready. If I'm, I'm not sure that the Panthers, eight points on the road, that's a big number. It is a big number, and he, listen, Houston's played well. Yes, they have. I, I know they added a different element with Terod Taylor, and I think they were going to give Cleveland everything they wanted in that game if he had not been knocked out. They were solid at home against the Jaguars. Panthers' defensive line has been very good. I mean, wh what did the Saints have? Six first downs that entire game? That was a tour de force from the opening drive where they took the lead until the very end. I'm not one to lay more than a touchdown on the road either, though, here in this spot. Sunday... The Arizona Cardinals head east to take on Urban Meyer and the boys. They're also laying more than a touchdown on the road. Seven and a half right now, Amal. Is this line wild, or is it right? No, I think this one is right. Despite the time zone start here for Arizona, I think they should be able to really flourish coming off of a loss. Mike, that Jacksonville team, they can't move the ball offensively. Remember, they scored two touchdowns in that game, but one came on a kickoff return for a touchdown. 
This team is just not in sync offensively. Uh, Trevor Lawrence makes some great throws, some that leave a little bit to be desired. Look, Lawrence is a guy to me, and I'm not knocking him based on his first two starts. He's got a chance still to be a tremendous potential Hall of Fame type of player. But I still never understood one thing when they kept on talking about this guy like he was John Elway. I, I never saw that when he was at Clemson. I thought he was an elite quarterback, arguably the best quarterback in college football. But the John Elway or that level comparison to me was a little bit overblown. Let me give you a couple stats on Trevor Lawrence. 5.4 yards per task, pass attempt ranks second worst only to Andy Dalton so far this year. And here's a category he leads the NFL in. Uncatchable passes. Wow. 36% of the balls he's thrown so far this year have been deemed uncatchable. Uh, first of all, I love that stat. That's one of the best stats I've ever heard. Um, that's really a good stat. And when you look at it, that's what's hurt this team. Now, you see some of the throws. Guys have gotten open. Look, they've got some playmakers on the outside. I like LaVisca Chenault, the young kid out of uh, Colorado. But they've got to do a better job. Um, I don't know. It, it remains to be seen how this team improves. When the Patriots cut Cam, I said take a look at Mac Jones yeah, at 5-1. to one. I think he's clearly the leader right now. I'm surprised it hasn't moved more than just plus 350. Yeah, I'm not completely convinced these numbers are accurate or just based on a two-game sample size. He's going to get it because his team is going to be better than the rest of these teams. I mean, you look at Jacksonville, you look at the Bears, you look at uh, the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Trey Lance doesn't appear like he's going to play that much. We didn't see him play against uh, 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 the Eagles the other day. So I think it's a situation where Mac Jones has to be the favorite. Look, if he's still the price here at 3.5 to 1, you have to take him. Barring injury, he's the clear-cut favorite. Thoughts on Najee Harris so far through two games? Look, the one concern I had going in, I took him at 16-1, to was the offensive line. And you, you know that play against the Raiders where he catched the ball down the sideline. He showed his toughness. He showed why, to me, I thought he was the best running back coming out. I thought he was clearly better than Travis Etienne, in my opinion. But the, that Steelers offensive line is horrendous. Let's move on here. Yeah, the Washington football team goes to Orchard Park to take on the Bills. This number, Amal, is eight. I was listening to a numbers game uh, with Gil Alexander earlier this morning, and seismologist and professional podcaster, the whale capper, Drew Disnick, said, not so fast here in this game. He thinks the football team's live to win. I, I like the number of eight. I think mm -hmm. Heineke's got some moxie to him. He's just kind of got an it factor where this team plays competitively. I think eight's a big number. I, I mean, this is just a bit of an overreaction here. I, I don't think it should be more than at least six points here, maybe seven max, but eight? No, you got to take Washington. I tell you what I like here. I like this game over. 46, yeah. 46, I think 46 too low. We've seen that Washington move the ball. The front seven hasn't been what it's been advertised, right? They've Their third down defense is horrific. Well, I hate to criticize my guy Chase Young, mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you, this guy's like one of those guys that's phenomenal at being around the sack after Sweat or Allen have made the play. Like, he's just right there, but he just doesn't make the play. I think he gets a little bit too much credit being the second overall pick. He hasn't done enough from my perspective. You look at Nick Bosa by comparison, it's been much more effective. Uh, I look at Washington, this team getting eight here is probably the side for me. By the way, we talked about uh, before the draft how we thought that the Bengals should try to protect Burrow, that they should take Penny Sewell. Perhaps even the Falcons should have taken uh, Penny Sewell. This Detroit Lions offensive line is legit. Not only is it legit, I still don't understand. Forget. Let's forget, I think Joe Burrow was in the ear of the front office. Jamar Chase was his guy yeah. from LSU. But if you're Atlanta, why would you not take Penny Sewell? It gives you a situation now, okay, you got a left tackle. Now we can go look towards quarterback and we look to other positions. We got Ridley. We like him. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey's great, but Travis Kelsey's not great without Patrick Mahomes. Darren Waller plays well because Derek Carr doesn't know there's other guys on the team. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue with Week 3 NFL lines, wild to right, and also take a look at updated Heisman Trophy odds. That's next on Odds On. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. We're continuing looking at NFL Week 3 lines. Amal's going to tell you, is this line right or is it wild? Saints at Patriots. They travel to Foxborough. Saints probably the team with the two most disparate performances, the dominating win in Jacksonville over the Packers, then really struggled for 60 minutes against Carolina. Uh, Patriots here probably should be 2-0. Fumble cost them game one against the Dolphins. Patriots right now, this line is three. Juiced a little bit to the Saints' favor. Plus three is minus 115. Amal, is this line wild or right, and do you see it moving off the field goal? Uh, I think it'll move up. I think the Patriots will get money. I think if you like the Pats, take them right now. Now, I do expect to see a bounce-back game from the Saints. Mike, this is a critical game for both teams. I think both of these teams, when you look at them, are probably level. The Saints, a little bit of a regression because the quarterback situation, overall better talent than the Pats. But New England, Mac Jones really playing well. He just seems like a seasoned vet out there doing a nice job for this team, giving them what they need. But I'm looking forward to this matchup. I actually think this may not be the most entertaining game, but I think this should be an extremely competitive game. Chargers, AFC West matchup. Chargers go to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Does your assessment of this number come, come down to who do you think's better, the Browns or the Chargers? Both of these teams were offseason darlings and has lost games as favorites. Uh, the number here, 6.5, just shy of a touchdown with a total of 55.5. Is this number wild or is it right? No, I think it's correct. I think you look at the Chiefs coming off of a loss. This offense will bounce back. The defense did not play particularly well. But Lamar Jackson is so tough. I don't know if there's a tougher player from an offensive standpoint to stop, including Patrick Mahomes, because Lamar could theoretically beat you with his arm and his legs. He's so quick and so fast. Nobody ever gets a clean shot on him. With that being said, this Chiefs defense got to play better. They had a couple of turnovers. Tyron Matthew was gifted a couple of INTs. Uh, Kansas City's got to take advantage of it. Mike, I think this game goes over the total. Now, against the Cowboys, we didn't see it go over. I think both teams flourish offensively. Justin Herbert looks like a seasoned vet out there. The offensive line looks terrific for the Chargers. You look at when they you look at the guys they've got up front. I think they've got a chance to really be effective moving the football. Austin Eckler impressed me in that game. Now Dallas's defense leaves a lot to be desired, but nobody's thinking about the Chiefs' defense as some elite defense. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Whose defense is better, the Cowboys or the Chiefs, or are they about the same? They're about the same. Slightly and, advantage to the Chiefs because Chiefs' defense makes plays in the fourth quarter. Chargers only put up 17 at home against the Cowboys. But the Cowboys <laughs> did take the air out of the ball in the second half. They, they, I, didn't yeah. see, I didn't see much yeah. of the uh, second quarter and third quarter. But in the first quarter, remember, they had about a seven-and-a-half-minute drive. Chargers couldn't get off the field. That offensive line is tough. Um, I, I think this is going to be a game where you see some big plays here. Going from a matchup of two teams we think are playoff teams to two teams who couldn't be farther from it. The Atlanta Falcons traveled to MetLife to take on the New York Giants. It's tough to make either of these teams a favorite over anyone, but the Giants are the home team, and they get the presumption of the field goal. That's the line, minus three, 48 and a half. Wild or right? Uh, I think this is correct, and I think you have to look at the Giants. Three additional days should have won that game against the Washington football team. Atlanta is a team that has lost their two first two games, if I'm not mistaken, by 26 and 23 points. You know, so this game trends towards the Giants winning by 20. If you can find the alternate betting number, take a shot with it, I guess. Um, you know, the Giants were competitive in that second game. They were moving the ball well. And I like this little option. I mean, not option, but the, the running of uh, Daniel Jones there. Atlanta, Matt, Matt Ryan, look, this is the one thing I, I never understand about these owners. You've been highly successful in whatever business venture you've been in to be able to purchase an NFL team. 
Do you not have the ability to recognize the situation and say, hey, listen, Matt, we appreciate everything you did, including getting us to a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, but you're not going to get us back there anytime soon unless we're going to view the game like the rest of the fans. It's time for us to move on from a player like him. They're not going anywhere. My boy Arthur Smith seems uh, maybe in over his head as the head coaching position. You think? I tried to tell you your boy can't play without the 18-wheeler. It, it doesn't seem to – well, Tannehill had a better, had a better game here. They, they fed the 18 yeah. – listen – this guy is like, what, what, what? did you know in that opening lost Arizona, they only had 7% of their plays were play action? I, I mean, that's the whole key to their offense. If there's a team in the history of football, every play should be play action. It should have been the old Cowboys with Troy Aikman. It should be this team with Derrick Henry. Uh, next game here, Bears go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. This is an interesting number to try to make. Browns, a touchdown favorite. The juice a little bit more on the Bears here. Plus 7, minus 115 with a total of 46 is this too big of a spot for justin fields is this line at a touchdown wild them all or is it right um well i think the, i think it's correct and a couple of concerns from the browns perspective jarvis landry injured uh baker mayfield with a shoulder uh, injury as well you're concerned about that going into this match remember he got dinged up did come back in the game against the houston texans so that's an area you're looking at it from brown's perspective ronnie harrison the safety going to be out as well that's a blow for the browns in the secondary I would need to see more consistency. I think this is going to be a huge teaser play. I think this would be a big survivor play on the Browns, and I think rightfully so. I think the Browns win this game. I'm not sure if the Bears are going to be able to keep it that competitive, Mike. The next game we're going to talk about really depending on who's going to play quarterback. Dolphins at Raiders. Carr is listed as questionable. If it's not Carr, we know Mariota's out, and it's going to be Nathan Peterman. This number is off the board at some spots. At DraftKings, it's still up. It's Raiders 3.5. If we assume Carr, is this number wild or right? If it's Carr, uh, you have to look at this This number's too short. I think it right. goes to six or seven. But what if it's Peterman? For the Raiders? Yeah. Oof. I think Take, it should be less than a field goal if it's yeah, Peterman. Yeah, I would think so. I think the Dolphins have a great chance to win that game if I it's I think Peterman. the difference between Carr and Peterman has to be five, six points. I would agree with you. Yeah. He's that bad. Yeah, he really is. It's not, <laughs> it's not a... Uh, Positive comment on Carr. It's just a negative comment on Peterman. But look at Brissett was, I mean, Brissett looked out of shape. I don't know if you watched much of that game. I did not. Unfortunately, I teased the, I teased the, the Dolphins up, you know, I teased the Dolphins up to 10 and a half. Yeah, I, I had a three-team teaser, so I was watching the game. I don't know if they're going to cover that number of two was in. Buffalo was getting to him early in that game. But Brissett looked really, really, I mean, he made Dante Culpepper at the end of his career look like a, a gazelle. He could, he could barely move, and he would just five-step drop and then throw the ball. He'd spray it eight yards in any direction here. That wasn't much of an offense. It's tough to get shut out for 60 minutes in the NFL. It truly is. <laughs> it really is. You know, when you might have a shutout in a game, it's like 10 nothing, which we don't see anymore. But uh, in the blowouts, you usually have an opportunity to march right down the field. I believe they had two red zone first downs. One ended up being a turnover, and one ended up they went fourth and two and didn't I, make I, it. I, I'm telling you, if it's Brissett versus Peterman, I, I think the Dolphins win the game. Jets uh, travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Two road wins for the Broncos. Fanny Pack gets his home opener here. We saw this line start out at 9. Amal, it's up to 10.5. Is this line wild or is it right? Uh, it's correct, and it's not because of Denver. I'm concerned about the confidence of Zach Wilson. I do like the fact that uh, they stuck with him in that game against New England. They didn't give up on him. I thought that was important from a, a Robert Sala perspective and for Zach Wilson as well. Look, the bottom line is at one point in the game, he didn't have any incompletions. He was three for six with three completions to his guys and three to the other side. So at least he's throwing the ball accurately, sometimes just to the wrong team. This Jets team, Mike, the problem is when you've got a rookie quarterback like that making mistakes, I think it impacts the confidence of the entirety of the team. I think you start to see that in every uh, phase of the game. Uh, the other thing is, though, I, I think this game at 41 seems a little bit high. Next game is Seahawks at Vikings. Vikings goes home for their home opener. The line here is Seattle two Amal. Now, this is a game to me of what if. What if Seattle doesn't blow the two-touchdown lead at home? What if the Vikings don't fumble in overtime? What if they can make a 38-yard field goal to win? This, to me, is a tough number to make. So you tell me. Russell Wilson and crew two on the road. Is this wild or right? Oh, it's correct. No, it's no good. <laughs> it's actually three. The line should be three, in my opinion, in favor of the uh, Seattle Seahawks here. <laughs> if, if you didn't catch the reference I'm referring to, check out the finish of the Arizona-Minnesota game on uh, Sunday between those two on the call there. Look, I think this line should be a minus three. I, I will tell you this, though. I think Minnesota's going to win this football game. I was impressed 
with their ability to gash Arizona in the running game. They, they, they pretty much did what they wanted offensively down in the desert. Uh, yeah, Arizona can't stop too many people. If Mike Zimmer takes a lot of criticism for not running another play with 40 seconds left, okay, shouldn't McCarthy take even worse criticism? And because Zerline made the field goal, we're not hearing as much of it. Yeah, I, I think it's unfair in society if you pick on people that you already know have a deficiency, and that would apply to Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, Lombardi, Michael Lombardi of our network, the, uh, you know, the Lombardi line and his, his great podcast with Adnan, your boy Adnan, the GM Shuffle, he said this, look, Kirk Cousins, you pay him more than anybody else. He's your highest paid player. You don't let him throw the ball two more times to try to get in closer well, range? You know, one of the things in coaching that needs to be done is to stop telling these coaches to play for field goals. You know, Legatron made the kick uh, for... Uh, Greg the leg made the kick, Zerline for the mm-hmm. Cowboys. But here's the problem, Mike. How many times, we saw Skip Holtz do this against Mississippi State, and I get college is different. But still, stop playing for field goals. You know, you, you've got a team that's putting in a lot of work, and then you're relying on the kicker. I would hate to be the kicker on that flight back to Minneapolis after that loss. My God. Let's hit one more. We talked a little Ravens and Lions. You said that number was right. Um, Packers at 49ers. Interesting game here. We've seen how LaFleur plays when he goes to Sunshine State's. They're a no-show. I mean, they're down 20 at half if he goes to Florida or California. 49ers here open three and a half, 49 and a half. Is this wild or right, Amal? I think this number is right, and I like the Packers here. I think they're going to have a better showing this time around. I still have some question marks about San Francisco, plus three and a half here for me with Green Bay, but I think this number is accurate in terms of where it should be. And we can continue the discussion after the break with Frank Schwab. Obviously, this is a key matchup for the people in the state of Wisconsin. When Frank joins the program next, and he's a senior NFL and betting writer for Yahoo Sports, I want to ask him if this is the right number. Wisconsin laying five and a half to the Fighting Irish, the undefeated Fighting Irish, in a game at Soldier Field that will probably have more Golden Domers than it will Badgers. That's next. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, the daily best bet email from Bill 80. Amal, this you love the betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game. Plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. And it's our pleasure to welcome back to our show, but to, for the first time, named Odds On, our old friend from Yahoo Sports, Frank Schwab. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Just, you know, getting it's the, once you get into the NFL season, it's like, my mind never strays from football too far. It's like it's you know I, okay it's it's Wednesday it's Tuesday let's get after it you know for the next week it's really no time to rest you know. Well, let me get this out of the way. Our uh, obligatory congratulations on the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> winning the NBA championship. I don't want you to be a, a the salty all during this bit. Answer me this question, Frank. In a neutral yeah. site game at Soldier Field, where I suspect there may be more Notre Dame fans than Wisconsin fans. How do these bookmakers justify making Wisconsin a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the undefeated Fighting Irish? You know, honestly, I, I wish I could sit here and be a Wisconsin fan slash alum and say, oh, hi, uh, you know, they're going to kill them. They're going to win by two. I looked at the line and thought the same thing, to be honest. I said, wait, who's favored? By how much? I don't get it. I think Wisconsin... You know, we all had these big hopes for for Grant Mertz, right? And and he's going to be the quarterback. Finally, they landed a quarterback. And he didn't show much to me against Penn State. He really didn't. I I think this coaching staff, based on their play calling, doesn't really trust him. I I don't know that they're they're ever going to trust any quarterback. They want to play a certain way, a very conservative style they have for decades now. And I'm not sure if Mertz is necessarily this kind of star player Wisconsin fans were hoping they would get when he committed there. And then, you know, I, I just thought that the defense obviously looked good against Penn State, but the offense didn't. And, you know, I mean, Notre Dame's win over Florida State doesn't exactly age well because Florida State stinks. But I still think Florida, I still think Notre Dame's a good team. Like you said, I think it's going to be probably more of a 50-50 split. Wisconsin fans travel well. We'll be there. Don't worry. But I just think team-wise, these teams are pretty even, neutral site, probably 50-50 fans at best. I don't know how you justify making Wisconsin a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I just don't. I, I'd be 
thrilled that they got out of there with a field goal win. Frank, I give you credit. Before the year, we talked several times about the big matchup on week week one, Penn State and Wisconsin. You said it's crazy to lay points with Wisconsin in that spot. Take four, take four and a half, take five with Penn State. You were absolutely right. My partner, Amal, is a Buckeye. He said yesterday he thinks Penn State's the best team in the Big Ten. Ohio State struggled, especially with their performance against Tulsa. Who are your top three teams in the Big Ten right now? You know, I think at the end of the day, Ohio State is going to be there. It's just hard for me to get away from the fact that they have the best players. They they recruit so well. They they did have a lot of talent back. Yeah, they're missing Justin Fields right now, but anybody would. I just, I can't just give up on them yet. I just think that they're talent-wise, they're better than everybody else. Penn State is good. I, I mean, there's no question. That, that's a team that can compete. And you know what? Iowa looks really, really strong. I, they're going to play a certain way that's going to lull people to sleep, and they're not going to be a team that's going to be highlighted every night. But they've played really well. Those are my top three teams. I'm not putting Michigan in there yet. I need Michigan to prove more to me after this horrible Jim Harbaugh era. But I, I think those are your three teams. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if it is Iowa, honestly. I, I, I'm going to say Ohio State because I just have a feeling they're going to be Ohio State before long. But Iowa's shown me a lot. They're, they're a pretty solid team. They're a pretty solid program. And I think they're at least going to be in that, probably in that Big Ten championship game. And, and you know, it, it, like a couple, a few years ago when they made the playoff, it's kind of like, well, you get one, or they had a shot at the play. You get one shot at it. And I think that they can, they have the coaching staff. They have some of the talent. They're going to play hard. They're going to keep the game close. You just need to win that game. And, and, and you're, <laughs> you're doing pretty well for yourself. I appreciate that optimism on the Buckeyes, but with that Mac run defense, they're not stopping anybody, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Frank, let's go to the NFL. Last night, the Packers offensively looked good, particularly in the second half. Defense made some adjustments, played well. Uh, I do like them catching three and a half on the road against San Francisco. Every running back seems like for the 49ers is banged up. But my concern is this defense. They didn't look good. They made Jared Goff look like Matthew Stafford in that first half. Right. Uh, are you concerned long-term about this uh, Packers defense? Or is it a situation where, hey, it's a half a football game? The second half, if you take only a look at that, they were outstanding. Yeah, it's hard to ignore the second half. I mean, they shut them out. But I think the lack of a pass rush is really concerning. I mean, where is it? When Zadarius Smith isn't out there, who do they have to kind of heat up the quarterback? Again, it was better in the second half. But what do we take from the Packers so far? They've played eight quarters. We all saw week one. It was miserable. The first half against the Lions was bad. I mean, I don't think anybody is looking up saying, yeah, it's perfectly reasonable that you're down three of the Lions at home. So we've had six pretty much bad quarters from the Packers and then two good ones. What do you take from that? Do you say, well, they figured everything out in the second half? Maybe. Uh, look, we, we all know their ceiling. We all know they have a lot of talent. They brought everybody back, basically, from a team that went back-to-back NFC Championship games. I think they're going to be good. Well, I don't know. I'm going to be against you on this one. I'm going to be with San Francisco on Sunday. I just trust them more. I think that this is a good team. I've been on a San Francisco bandwagon all offseason. I thought that, you know, you just wipe away 2020. They're, they had so many injuries, they couldn't even compete. But this is a, a well-coached team. I don't even think they've hit their top end yet because they've gotten nothing out of IU. They've been, you know, obviously, like you, you referenced, they're shuttling in and out running backs. Now, the running back situation does bother me. I mean, are they going to have to sign somebody off the street to go play? But heck, if any, look, I covered Mike Shanahan for a lot of years, and if anybody could take somebody out the street and plug them into an offense and get them 100 yards in a game, it's the Shanahans. I mean, so I don't fear their running back injuries as much as I would if it was an offensive tackle injury or defensive secondary or something like that. They'll find a running back who can plug and play, and I think that they're just a better team right now than the Packers. I'm not quite convinced the Packers are back just because they put together two good quarters against the Detroit Lions. Mike, based on my performance last week in the contest, I think you're better off going with Frank's pick here. <laughs> Frank, I don't want to leave out your Milwaukee Brewers. I, I've made this argument with them all. Look, I love the way they're seeded in the National League because getting the two seed, uh-huh. look, they only have to beat either the Dodgers or the Giants, and maybe not either. I mean, this St. Louis team's playing so well, yeah. maybe they can pick off the Dodgers or Giants in a one-game one, one wildcard and then see what goes from there. You can get the Brewers right now at around 325 350 to win the National League or $657 to win the World Series. Is it worth a bet at this time? Well, let, me, let me cool myself off because, wow. I mean, to even be talking about this, look, I, I turn 45 years old tomorrow. Hey, I'll happy take your birthday. happy birthdays all, all day. Yeah, thanks, thanks. But in my 45 years, the Brewers have disappointed me my whole life. How am I supposed to sit here and tell you, yeah, of course they're going to win a World Series. They've won three division titles in my lifetime. Like, all of a sudden they're going to win a World Series. But I agree with you. 
I'll be honest, this whole September, you know, when they're losing a couple games here and there to the, the Cubs or whatever on Sunday, I'm sitting there saying, you know what, that's not too bad. Make sure we get the second seed because I don't want the one seed. I don't want to deal with the Giants or the Dodgers in, in the NLDS. I want to get, give me the, I'll take my chances with the NL East team and then see what happens in the NLCS if they get there. I mean, look, I, I think a pitching is good. A lot of pieces have come through for them. Bullpen, obviously, really good with Josh Hader there. I think the whole key is Christian Yelich. If if we can, if you could sign me up for one more month in October of 2018, 2019, Christian Yelich, if he can get hot like that, I think that this team, uh, it, it's kind of scary for me to say out loud, but they do have the kind of ceiling where they can make a run. I don't know if Yelich just being a guy, I don't know if there's anybody in this lineup that really scares you. Like, Adamas has been good, Urias has been good, but, uh, you know, uh, Garcia's been good. But there, is there anybody who you're like, wow, this guy's going to carry a team for a month? The only guy on the roster that could do that is Yelich. And he hasn't shown it for like two seasons now. So I think getting him hot would be the one thing that could take the Brewers to the point where I'm not sitting here like kind of saying, yeah, sure, the Brewers. They're, they're not going to make it that far. Well, if Yelich gets hot, maybe they could. Mike, he's complaining. The Brewers went to the World Series for his sixth birthday back in 82 and one of the great series of all time. I did. It was, yeah, I still remember. I still remember Game 7, yeah. I mean, and I didn't realize it at the time. If I would have known, like, I was like, oh, the Brewers make the World Series every year. I'm six years old. Yeah, I didn't realize I'd be 45 still waiting for him to get back. I tell you what, when you look at this team, who's your uh, a, excuse me, NL Cy Young? We're sitting here debating. I said mm. it for a while. It had to be Walker Buehler. Looks like Scherzer, but Corbin Burns is still number two in the odds right now. Yeah, and I think Burns has had a great season. You can make an argument for. Him. I think it's going to be Scherzer, just because I think the look when you're handicapping any voting type of thing, you have to handicap the voters. You're not handicapping necessarily the players here. Do I think Burns deserves it? I, I can make an argument. Yeah, I can make a great argument. But I think the whole story of Scherzer being traded to LA and just being lights out since he went there is going to have so much sway with the voters. I mean, it's just that's what's going to happen. That's what that that's how they're going to vote. And I think Scherzer wins it, and not undeserving. Obviously, he's had a great season. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. But you know, I think on the, on the whole of the season, did Corbin Burns deserve to get some Cy Young votes? Absolutely, he's been unbelievable. It's it's surprising. Starting the season, it was like, all right, Woodruff's one, Burns is two, and now it's like Woodruff might be three at this point. I mean, by Peralta, Burns has been that good. There's just no question he's a race. Frank, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck to your Badgers this weekend as well as the Packers and the Brewers in the postseason. Man, it's, it's high, uh, heady times for Milwaukee, ain't it? I appreciate that a lot. Thanks, Frank. It was great, as always, with him on the show. But I'll tell you what, I can't wait for this game Saturday, Mike. This is a great matchup between Wisconsin and Notre Dame. This is a great time. Milwaukee might just be the Tampa Bay of this They got the Bucks in. You yep. got the Packers. Yes. Uh, and the Brewers. I like the Brewers' seating. I do, too. I think it's a huge advantage not have to face off with one of the Dodgers or the Giants in that first round. Absolutely. When we come back, we'll get back to college football. Heisman odds and week four lines. Are they right or are they wild? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their reduce the juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge without, with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is even more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9. With it, Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He's a Shaw. Back to college football. I teased this earlier. Updated Heisman Trophy odds. One of my burning questions was, Was Matt? should Matt Corral be the Heisman favorite at this point? At Circa, he actually is. Plus 225, but you wouldn't bet him at that number of all. It's too low of a number for a guy who I don't think, when they play Alabama and if they lose the game, I don't know if he's going to get the credit he deserves. He's a tremendous quarterback. I would make the argument he's probably the best quarterback in college football right now, right? I, I think Sam Howell's played well, but he's been better. Um, Bryce Young has played well, but he's been better. Spencer Rattler is overrated, as I told you before the season started. C.J. Stroud has struggled. J.T. Daniels has been injured a little bit. Um, you know, we see Blake Corum up there for Michigan. How about Kenneth Walker? I think Kenneth Walker's been better than Blake Corum for Michigan. I, I would agree with that. I, I don't he's understand been that. Sensational. He's been he's been the difference for this team. When was the last time you saw a Michigan State back that didn't look like he was carrying a piano on his back? He w- he was dynamic there at, at pro player. On Saturday, I draw a line through uh, Ritter with Cincinnati. I don't, I don't think so. I think your boy JT Daniels struggled too much against Clemson. I would agree, but, but Clemson's got an elite defense. They they do have an elite defense. Uh, anybody on this list? Just just Walker at fifty to one that you're willing to take a shot with? She's not going to win it. The problem is the Heisman. Think about this since two thousand. We've had three mm. running backs win the Heisman Trophy. It, they just don't give it. It's become a quarterback award. Yeah. Can Bryce Young? They'll win it if they win the national title. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're the Bryce, dominant number one. Bryce Young is, well, I don't know if he's a dominant number one with the way Corral's playing. Corral's got nine touchdowns. I mean, if no Alabama's picks. a dominant number one, because everybody else had their warts. But they won't play Georgia till late in the year. If they do, it'll be in the SEC championship. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, they play, not this Saturday, a week from Saturday, they play Ole Miss in Tuscaloosa. We're going to get a chance firsthand to see these two guys. And you're going to see Matt Corral. If you have not seen him play, God, is he fun to watch. Quick, gets rid of the football. He's accurate. It's going to be awesome. And the lane train. You know, your suggestion is not that bad. I don't agree with it, but I don't think it's that bad in terms of lane potentially to USC. It is a tough sell. It is, that's exactly what it is. That, that's the problem. You give Sean Clifford at 75 to 1 an outside look. Who? Sean Clifford at Penn State. No, I've never heard of him. Get, Get out of here. I know who he is. Are you kidding me? Dude, dude let me tell oh. you. How about that catch by Jahan Dotson? He's got to climb, climb the ladder. the ladder. On the crossing <laughs> route, hit the guy. Fowler's getting a little bit too much on these. People criticize Gus Johnson. They better criticize Fowler with all no, this no, voice no, no, raising no. on let, everything, Let me tell too. you something. Right. Like, the difference is Gus Johnson is good. Fowler sucks, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. If I ever meet Chris Fowler, the first question I'm going to say to him is, listen, you're great on tennis. Do every college football favor, uh, fan a favor and stop doing play-by-play. That fake enthusiasm. There's Gus Johnson's got some natural enthusiasm. Fowler is horrendous in the play-by-play booth. Bring back Brett Musburger! You know who I'm really beginning to think is, is great is Platt. Platt is a really good listener to on What this are you, games. new? Platt is a really good listener. What are you, new? He's, he's unbelievable. I'm new. I have another job. Okay, <laughs> let's get back to Wilder. Changing the channels? Wilder right at the, yeah, I can't have the volume on everything. Wilder right at, uh, uh, for college football lines. I'm going to go Iowa State-Baylor. This is a game Paul Howard and I lost a couple years ago where we laid two and a half with this idiot Matt Campbell. And, and I think they missed six field goals. I mean, they dominated Baylor in every statistical category and lost the game. This opened six. It's up to seven. Is this Wilder right? Baylor, quiet 3-0. Yeah, but Baylor never plays anybody in the non-conference. This has been happening for two decades at Baylor, so let's not get uh, excited by this team. I, I don't want to touch this game. I'm a little bit concerned about this Iowa State team. They were unable to protect the football against Iowa. We know how good Iowa is, but I, I got to see it. You're laying this number on the road here, conference game. 
going into Waco, I, I don't want to lay this number. Is it good that they got to do a public workout here and bring their fans to Las Vegas against UNLV at Allegiant? <laughs> <laughs> great statement, great statement. It's like almost like a bye week, a little prep week, a practice week when you come out here and play UNLV. It was great. It was practice. Yeah, Iowa I, fans get to come out here for yeah, the week. The annual, you know, Wisconsin used to have their annual weekend yeah. out in Vegas. This time it was the Iowans uh, coming out. But, look, I, I don't want to touch this game, Mike. i got to see Baylor. haven't seen them play yet. Uh, I, I got to see this before I, I take them on the road lane seven and a half, seven with Iowa State. Either. Here's an interesting game I think in the Pac-12 and and a key game really. UCLA goes north to play Stanford. Oof. It's opened up at four a mall. It's up to five and a half. Are we seeing a new look, David Shaw? I mean, he was aggressive in the Coliseum. They went to Vandy. They put some points on the board there as well. The Stanford rate an upset upset shot here, or is four about the right number? Five and a half now with UCLA. No, too high. Too high. Yeah. Stanford Stanford should, look, I, I get, you know, it's kind of convoluted in the Pac-12 right now when you look at it. USC is down 14 nothing. They get a great conversion on fourth down to nine, end up blowing out Washington State. Stanford looks absolutely like a doormat, goes into SoCal, destroys them. UCLA is trailing the entire game against Fresno, gets a couple of critical turnovers, changes that game. But here's the thing, Mike. UCLA offensively is really good, but DTR is not hitting guys when they're open. The other thing is, when you look at Stanford, getting this many points at home, that's a big number for me here. I would take the Stanford Cardinal plus 5.5. How about the total, 58.5? Over? No interest. I would no. lean towards the over because UCLA's defense is not stopping right. anybody. We saw Hayner and company just move the ball right down the field. He was sensational in terms of moving the football. If Stanford can be balanced, I think they had a great chance. This is a game, if you're going to take the Cardinal, not only do you take the 5.5, you take the money line. Here's a game that I have interest in. Uh, and I think we'll see how good Texas A&M is because Arkansas is no joke. Arkansas absolutely dominated Texas on the offensive and defensive lines. Texas A&M has to go to Fayetteville, and they are laying five and a half. Is this too much love for Arkansas after beating Texas? Oh, boy, this is interesting. Remember when Texas went on the road? This has got to be A&M right here. How do you have a team that is now SEC? I, I get they're in the SEC, uh, and they're playing well in terms of the Razorbacks, but against Texas, they were a six-point dog. Now against AM, who's a better team than Texas. Seven. 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 That game close seven. seven. Okay. Now you're five and a half. I, I like AM. That defense that AM has is elite. I, the question is the offense, but I think they'll be able to score enough points to cover this number. I like under 47 here. I like that play as well. Because, listen, Arkansas takes time with the running with the quarterback, right? And yeah. I think Texas A&M, I'm not sure Texas A&M isn't the best defense in the country at all. I would say top three or four. Georgia better? Yes, Georgia's better. Clemson better? Clemson's better, yeah. Okay. And, and Penn State's right there. Yeah. Penn, Penn State's right there. I want to see these guys shut down Auburn the way Penn State did. I, I'm telling you, I know there's not a lot of love for Bo Nix, but I think that Auburn team's better than people give them credit for. You put Iowa in the top five defensively? Top five, yeah. Okay. I think so. There's your five. All right, Oklahoma State, that was a, a sickening loss, and I didn't have any, any dog in the fight uh, with Boise. Um, now they go to Kansas State. This number opened seven and a half. We've already seen Wildcat Money currently sitting at six with a total of 46 here. Is this number wild or right, Amal? I think this number is correct. Um, you know, the one concern you have right now with K-State is the quarterback position. Are they going to be able to throw the ball at all, or are they just going to have to rely on the running game? Vaughn was outstanding in this last game against, uh, uh, against Nevada. They dominated that football game as they won by 21, but... They couldn't throw the ball. They've got to be more effective throwing the ball if they're going to have a chance to beat Oklahoma State. I think this number is correct. Don't have a lean one way or the other in this game. This game is in uh, is in uh, Stillwater as well, uh, laying the six. All right, uh, Florida, narrow, narrow, narrow defeat to Alabama. They had a chance to tie the game on the two-point conversion, a little read option there where they sort of both stayed together and didn't separate at all down on the goal line. They now host Tennessee. This number opened 21 uh, a tick down to 20 at this point with a total of 63 and a half a mile. Wilder right. This is correct, and this is going to be a bludgeoning. Mm -hmm. I think the Gators absolutely curb stomp them in the swamp. This reminds me of that game in 95 where they were trailing, and they ended up winning by, I think, like 38, 62, 24. Gators going to come out. This is a better team than people realize with Demo. By the way, can we discuss this right now since you're texting me? Hey, uh, plug in the hot seat stove warmer for our guy Dan Mullen, 21-3. Can you go ahead and unplug that stove? Dan Mullen is going nowhere. They, don't they have to beat him at some point, or is it just good enough to come close at home to Alabama? Has everybody in the SEC just resigned themselves to the fact that Alabama 
going to win the conference every year. Why? And if we can come close, hey, we got a coach that took him. We covered. We covered against Alabama. Why, everybody in betting and broadcasting. Urban was beating Nick. He was beating Nick, and he never even had a quarterback. Damn Mullen ain't Urban, baby. He's done that three national titles, and he doesn't win in the second year when he gets somewhere. The bottom line is, look, I agree with you in what your point is, and I think a lot of people have accepted that, like being mediocre and being just good enough. All I'm saying is they're a missed extra point away from being tied with this Alabama team. And as the game was progressing, if that game got tied, you had to feel Florida was going to win that football game. No, I never felt Florida was going to win the football game. But anyhow, I think you were right in the argument because everybody we talked to that's close to the Florida program says the boosters and the administration are very happy with Dan Mullen. Then why the hell are you questioning me? We're not talking about Notre Dame. We're not talking about knocking guys off of pole pole towers and high winds here. This is Florida. I know what I'm talking about. Nebraska travels to East Lansing to take on Michigan State off of their cover at Norman. Three and a half up to five. Right or wild? I think this is right. Stay tuned. We'll talk about more of these lines tomorrow. And up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.